right, it is Monday, 2.28 p.m. You might be wondering what the fuck is going on. Guess the fuck what? This is Dead Hand Radio. And this is the Angry Motherfucking Dad. Angry Motherfucking Dad is here to bless your ears with fucking Dead Hand Radio. Like I said, this is the Angry Motherfucking Dad and you're listening to Dead Hand Radio. Get ready for this trip. Ben, welcome to Dead Hand Radio. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. And it's been a long time coming. Yes, it has. I mean, we've been a member. We've both been members of the Slightly Regular Podcast Network for, oh, shoot, practically since I started my podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, it's, uh, Dave brought us together and, uh, you know, just been, uh, you know, putting it to work, you know, uh, trying to work this, um, you know, the IG for us. You know what I'm saying? We've gone pretty far. I think we're like, over a hundred followers just on Instagram right now, which is no small feat. You know what I'm saying? Very nice. That's all you, isn't it? Oh yeah. Well, it's posting and posting and posting, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, I haven't been on top of it lately. Cause uh, you know, I got some uh, stuff getting ready to happen, getting finally getting some shoulder surgery done that I've been needing to get done. So, you know what I'm saying? It's been putting me a little bit of a pause on the cause at the moment. Right. Keeping you out of the gym. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I got, I got a whole home gym set up too. So I, I, even if I did, if I didn't need a gym, I'd still got, I guess I got the whole setup at the house. You know what, uh, what real men do. <laughs> I, I can't say that nowadays, man. That's too toxic, right? <laughs> well, Ain't nothing wrong with a little toxic masculinity. Yeah, bro. All right. We'll throw it in there. Then uh, what real men do, if your shoulders aren't working, you go to the legs. You know what I'm saying? You bust out the legs, man. That's it. <laughs> right on so yeah that's uh that's kind of your forte is the bodybuilding the motivational uh commentary oh yeah and then uh every once in a while you break out the the uh the rant about oh, yeah, yeah. the way things uh, are working in the world it's kind of funny well that's what i always like to say they're bringing the fucks out of me because yeah. There's about to be fucks flying everywhere. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, and it's true, man. Anybody who knows your podcast knows that you drop an F-bomb or 20 for, <laughs> you know for every episode. <laughs> de- de- definitely, you know what I'm saying? There, sh- there should be a, like an ongoing cl- uh, like clock, one of the like, uh, atomic clocks, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Every time it, it goes off, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's all good because it's fun. Your, your podcasts are fun. They always have a positive message, even when you're complaining about something or you're, you're ranting about something, you still have a way of turning it into a positive and, and looking at it from a perspective that, I mean, if, if people would listen and do the things that you suggest, I think the world would be a better place, even if everybody walked around dropping F-bombs. And that's one of those things that's like, um, you don't learn something like that until you've been through it. And then you learn how to like, look, I know shit happens, but why the fuck's it happening? Or what the fuck is going on? And be like, you know what? I'm taking something away from this to make myself better. And if you don't do that, you know what I'm saying? You're just going to be just completely rotten on the inside. And it took me forever to figure that shit the fuck out. And there's a lot of people that don't. They they don't look at it from a different perspective. They just walk around in their funk thinking that they're right. Yeah. And that there's too much of that going on, man. Way fucking too much. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's a vicious cycle. It's hard to break, but once you have that awakening and that realization you're like that's fucking right i fucking get it all those fucking times someone was saying something to me i realized it was right yes yes so you uh, when did you start podcast we'll talk a little bit about your background and then we'll get into what the 
sci-fi november is all about because yeah. I, I i still don't know you all that well even though we've been in the network together for uh, six or seven months i guess so talk a little bit about how you started and what you know what really kind of was the catalyst for you to get into podcasting well um the catalyst that got me started into podcasting is um you know i learned about podcasting right at the infancy of it and you know i kind of listened here and there and i was like i got turned on to it and the, the people who turned me on was uh brian and pat and you know they're also brothers in the sip network um they do their own podcast called uh, it be like that podcast and it was just something i always loved listening to because it was just like two of my best friends just riffing having a good fucking time i'm like now that is what i, I love listening to morning talk shows i love listening to morning radio and one of the things about i always loved about it it's the conversation of i'm in the room with you i can hear you i'm spending the majority of my morning listening to two people just have a good fucking time and enjoying themselves and that's just you know anytime i listen to a podcast if it's two people and they're going back and forth you have me hooked if i can feel like i can have an opinion in your conversation unfortunately i'm just yelling it at the radio you know what i'm saying that it's a good feeling you know what i'm saying it's, it's a nice connection and they have that locked in on it be like that you know what i'm saying cuz they talk football they talk man up they they you know they, they hit so many different things trivia games or like just facts and you're like i know that shit and you know what i'm saying but you can't convey it because you know you're just listening to the radio and so uh with that 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 got me started on my journey and um pat just kept hounding me he was like you can do a podcast you'd be great on a podcast we'll get you on our podcast and so i was on a couple of episodes of it be like that and it just finally got to the point where i was like you know i'm gonna really fucking do this and so I downloaded the app and even after I downloaded the app, it must've took me at least six months before I even started an episode. Cause I was just kind of bullshitting it kind of like just saying it to get Pat to be quiet. And then eventually it just, I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna really do something because uh, at that moment in time, my youngest son, um, he goes, he was in uh, kindergarten and at the school he goes to, if you did not show up at least at a minimum of an hour early to school to pick him up, you would not get parking. It was, it was brutal. You know what I'm saying? Like I, he's waiting, I'm waiting. We're all sitting in traffic. So it just got to a point where I'm showing up an hour, hour and a half early to school, waiting in the parking lot, waiting on in the street, parking wherever I can. And then I just take a nap or fiddle with my fucking phone. And then once, uh, the, you know, I pick them up and then it just got to a point where it's like, I have dead time right here. What can I fucking do? And I said, you know, I'm really going to do this fucking podcast thing. And so I'm literally just yelling in my car yelling into my phone doing this podcast and man I, after, after that first rush of me posting it because all my first ones are just audio there's no videos and i was just like this is fucking fun i'm like literally getting shit off my chest i was literally just taking me and turning it up to like a 20 i was like fuck it 20 hard i'm going hard extra hard hardest i can fucking go in these fucking podcasts and then i had a little bit of an incident and when i had that incident it made me kind of just dial it back a little bit. And so instead of being a 20, I, I, I stick to being around a 10, 11 now. And for those who've never listened to that podcast or knew, know what happened or, you know, dug deep is I almost got arrested for doing a podcast in my car. Someone called the cops on me. So with them calling the cops on me, I was like, oh, so I had to create signs saying, hey, this is who I am. I'm recording a podcast. Do not call the cops. So every time I would do my podcast before the school get out, 
I would put these signs up. I made, had them laminated, magnets on them, record, and people were like recording a podcast. What? And then you know, after a while, people like you know, just doing that alone, people were like, "I'm interested. What are you? What are you doing?" And then next thing you know, a little bit of a local legend in just the schools because people were like. I love what you say, but you gotta, you know what I'm saying? You know, you're doing this in front of a school. I'm like, you know what? That didn't realize or can come to me until after I almost got arrested. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and, um, but right that's on, man, no, yeah. that's a, that's a great origin story. And, uh, I, I love the way you turn it into, you, you took some downtime, basically, you know, a lot of people would just sit on their phone, read a book or take a nap. Like you said, yeah. You turn it into a positive, which is what you do, man. That's that's what your podcast is all about, turning a negative into a positive. Oh, yeah. And and that's what you did in real life. Uh, how long ago did you start that? Oh, man, it's I think it's I'm a, I'm creeping up on four years now. Wow. I believe so. I'm creeping up on four years, um, you know, and uh, and it was funny, too, is I stole the name Angry Dad Um from a bodybuilding company that I uh, greatly admire greatly. Like it was one of those companies I've been reaching out for the longest time to be sponsored by someone to be picked up by. Um, but you know, just sometimes, you know, you, it just never fits or never works out because um, on my podcast, I'm sponsored by Blackstone Labs and being a bodybuilder, being a trainer, being someone who is, you know, pretty much, I'm not hundred percent physically fit due to certain things, but I used to be in super shape and I was picked up by Blackstone Labs, but, uh, the uh, the brand I love is called Animal. Animal Packs make some of the best multivitamins you can buy on the market. There's nothing better in a multivitamin. Period. It it had it's from A to Z, everything you need, and it'll fucking make your piss fucking look like a monster, like Monster Energy Drink. If you pour, if you ever pour it out and you see how that neon glow is, that's exactly what it'll look like. If you you have a couple of those. Not only that, but, they uh, got <laughs> they got cool branding. They, oh yeah, they, they just they, have their entire brand is just oh yeah, ultra cool ultra cool and um the uh the the person who was running the business for a while at least the marketing doing the product reviews and uh his son-in-law and his daughter would call him angry dad because they would just fuck with him in the gym all the time and i and he would throw weights and like they wouldn't be like heavyweights he, he might throw a five pound weight at his at his son-in-law like fuck what the fuck you know what i'm saying like and they're like there goes angry dad again and then I had, um, I actually met up because uh, Dan Green, who's a sponsored athlete by Animal, is all here uh, in the Bay Area in Mountain View. And so every year they do a barbell club. They also, it's called, um, oh, shit, well, I can't remember the name of it. Well, they do a big powerlifting meet over here. And so I would always go down to watch, you know, not participate, but just watch, watch, you know, so show my support, pay my, pay my entrance fee, get some supplements, get some, you know, whatever they have, you know, because you're getting those good deals at those shows. And um, I asked him about it. He's all, you can use it. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to use it. You know what I'm saying? Right so, so, you know, Angry Dad was formed right there. And, uh, you know, and like, a, I didn't grow up with the dad. I didn't grow up with, um, I had father figures in my life, but never had a father. You know what I'm saying? My mom was always tough as fuck. She's the one that gave me the, the I can do anything attitude. But, uh, you know, I, I grew up in the barrio, straight in the hood just seeing hood ass shit, doing crazy, seeing, being through some crazy shit, doing some crazy shit. And we always had a hard work ethic. So, you know what I'm saying? That that's not a good combination to work together with, but you know, it, it put me in a certain mind frame in my life now. So well, hat, hats off to moms for raising you the right way. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah she, that's tough. That's tough on two parents. You know, my wife and I yeah. have been together 31 years now and we've had rough times, but raising a, a kid as a single parent my mom did the same my my dad was around but the parents were divorced 
Yeah. And yeah, it's tough for a single parent to, oh, to yeah. raise a kid. That's so it. That's off to moms for that. Oh yeah. Is no, she no. still with us? Oh yeah, yeah. My mom's still around. Right? She, cool. uh, she's she's still crazy as fuck. She like uh <laughs> she does she uh, like all my friends are notoriously known that if my mom comes around, all she's gonna do is talk shit to you and talk shit about me. And it's like um my friends would come over, and my mom would be like, Oh, your girlfriends are here. Why don't you go outside and go see what they're doing? And they'd be like, uh, what? You know how my mom is, bro. She don't give a fuck about none of us. You know what I'm saying? She's she's just talking shit. But um you know, and, uh, you know, just everything she taught me, everything I did, everything I've grown up, I, since I didn't have that, I always used to tell myself in the back of my head, if I have kids, I'm never going to be like this. I'm going to be there 100% fully. And growing up after something would happen, I would always reflect back. Like, why did I do that? Or why did this happen? Or what the fuck was I thinking? And what would I tell myself if I needed to hear the reason, the reasoning or the reasons or how to avoid this or how to not do this again or not put myself in that situation. And so I would always take these mental notes as kid, as a kid and be like, I'm gonna teach my kids not to do this shit. I'm gonna teach my kids not to be like this. I'm gonna teach my kids to be a free thinker, be themselves and put them in a position where they never have to do what I was doing growing up. You know what I'm saying? So, and you know, all my kids are, you know, the majority of my kids are like uh, three of my kids are in their teenage years. and. I've instilled in them as much as I possibly could of the knowledge and the growth that I have to give to them. So they they got solid heads on their head, on their bodies. You know what I'm saying? They, they know the difference between yes and no and good and bad and how to make a good decision, but without anyone changing the, the changing or, you know, putting um, like a damper on their decision. I was like, no, no, no. If it sounds like a good idea, it is a good idea to you. Don't worry about nobody fucking else. But, you know, I, I just try to make sure I always taught my kids that. My youngest son, he's still young, but he's learned fast because he's seen the mistakes that they make and what my actions and the, the consequences of what their actions are. And so he knows, yeah, you know what? No, I'm not doing that shit. The, he learned extremely quick, very fast. And so he knows how to act and talk and be around me without getting himself in trouble. You know what I'm saying? So and, and, and just doing that, you know, like I have so much more knowledge and been through so many things. I've been twice divorced, done and it's been brutal, brutal doing that stuff. And since it's been brutal doing that stuff, I went through so many things that I didn't know or experiences that I didn't understand. And so once I learned them, and I'm, I'm the kind of person that I dive deep into anything I fucking do. I need to be perfect. I need to be the best. I need to do it correctly and right. And because I'm like that, when um, I went through divorces, I went through these problems, I always offer like acknowledgement of to people like, Hey, you need help. I'll help you. I'll tell you what to say. I'll tell you what to do. I'll tell you the direction you need to take. You know what I'm saying? I'll let you know the, the steps that you need to proceed in and not fuck yourself up. You know what I'm saying? There's ways to protect men. Men aren't protected nowadays. And because we're not protected, we're just kind of left to the whim. Like I have four kids. I've been through two divorces. And because of that, I, you know, I can easily lose my kids. I can le easily lose my financial situation. I can do the thing is, is because I went through the, pro the proper steps and, and didn't take it as a defeat and didn't take it as like someone's going to take all my money, take all my kids. Like, no, I fought every tooth and nail. And like I said, I have custody of my kids. They live with me. I take care of them. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah. like, and, and so I, I, in my podcast, I always offer these advices, these thoughts, these things or ways to communicate because communication is something that men aren't taught. We're not taught to speak emotions. We're not to talk. We're not taught to speak feelings. We're not taught to be a normal human being. We're taught to be this animal 
like a fucking ox, like a fucking bull. That's just, you go out there, you pull that fucking cart, you pull that cart, you shut the fuck up and you do your fucking job. And that's not the case anymore. That's yeah. not the, you know, so people don't stick around for that shit. People like, you know, wives have thoughts and feelings and I'm stuck at home or they're stuck in the rut. And we don't know how to process that because we don't know how to process that after learning how to process it. I always try to make sure I communicate to those who need to learn how to process or how to listen or how to think or how to, to respond the way you should and not just shrug shit the fuck off. You know what I'm saying? Women will give you hints and, and tips of what the fuck's going on with them. But if you're not willing to listen to it or you're not willing to hear it or you don't even know how to hear it, how the fuck, how the fuck are you going to do something about it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it sounds like you learned from the school of hard knocks and some people make it through that school, you know, and they come out the other side stronger for it. Yep. Other people, not so much. And it's the people that not so much that need help and guidance from other people like you. And that's my fucking podcast right there. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, but that's not your only podcast. So let's talk a little bit about, I mean, what do you got like 10 podcasts now? (laughs) Not (laughs) yet. Go ahead. Hit me uh, me with your other two podcasts, right? Two, right? uh, Yeah, I got two more. Um, I'm going to do, I'll do my short, my short one. Um, I'm an action movie guy. I, I, I'm, I'm an eighties kid. All right. I grew up in the eighties, but I lived in the nineties and late 80s action movies early 90s action movies are my thing steven seagal chuck norris fucking you know john claude van damme you know what i'm saying the list goes on from wrestlers to actors to professional athletes that stepped into the action movie scene i love that shit i love a mindless i don't give a fuck why it's fucking happening all i know it is happening all right, I want to see arms snapping, necks cracking, backs breaking. I want to see just shit blowing up. And all I did was throw a fucking lit, a lighter at it. You know what I'm saying? I love mindless violence like that. And there's a time and place for it. And your dad's action movie podcast is that. It's a short synopsis of me letting you know just, just how I'm speaking right now is exactly how you're going to fucking hear me when I describe these movies. You know what I'm saying? I, I love action movies you know what i'm saying there's got to be no rhyme or reason it's just got to be fun you know what i'm saying i know i'm gonna click off the fucking mind and enjoy this fucking wild ride and you know that's how i like to describe your dad's action movies these, these are the movies that i grew up watching these are the movies that i feel like you know as a father i take my kids to see these movies I, a couple of times i pulled my kids out of school i'm like oh guess what fuck what we're doing it just came out you know what i'm saying they're like oh we're going where to we're going to the movies fuck school you know what i'm saying and that's what I always loved. You know what I'm saying? I I got lucky growing up. My mom worked at the drive-in movie theaters near my house. And so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, she didn't need a babysitter. She literally just parked her car, brought us a huge bag of popcorn. And we watched, it it didn't matter what horror movies, action movies, scary movies, you know what I'm saying? Whatever the fuck it was we wanted to see, we got to see. And we were young when we got to see all these movies. And I loved it. I love that. It was the greatest experience of my life. And action movies just hold that little place in my heart. So your dad's action movie podcast. It's, it's like I said, it's just one. It's it's something I had to do. Movie you know, reviews but, uh, by the angry dad, right? That's it. And uh, my other podcast, <laughs> my other podcast is with my wife. I'm the angry dad. She's the not so angry mom. You know and I'm saying she brings a, a beautiful balance to uh, my outgoing and in your face personality. And, uh, you know, she knows how to put me in my place. And be like, you know, reel me back in because I love aliens. I love ghosts. I love Bigfoot. I 
love crazy, you know what I'm saying? I, I, ancient aliens, finding Bigfoot, in search of Bigfoot, you know what I'm saying? Cryptids, ghost adventurers, dead files. I, I, there, there's all these videos out there, all these TV shows out there, and I can't get enough of them. And unfortunately for my wife, you know what I'm saying? When we're sitting down watching TV, we're not watching what she wants to watch. You know what I'm saying? Travel Channel is on Sunday nights and it's an all day marathon. You know what I'm saying? It's, whether it's in the background or it's just me sitting there watching content, you know, contently happy and just, you know, like lost in my thoughts. And, uh, you know, she looks over at me so often, every so often rolls her eyes and be like, really? Really? I'm like, yes. You know what I'm saying? And, we, and with that podcast, you know, we have conversations just like anybody else. We have our own uh, criticisms. We have our own critiques. We, you know, it, it, when you're with your loved ones, you love to talk shit about other people and other things and what people are doing, especially when you know they can't fucking hear you. So why not put that in a podcast? You know what I'm saying? So it's I Married a Bigfoot. That's our podcast. Uh, I find videos on the internet. She finds videos on the internet. Um, you know, my mom's, my mom's, I wasn't expecting my mom to be so deep into it as much as I thought she would be, but I, on a daily basis, I might get like four or five, uh, articles sent to me my way. And so through those articles sent to me by my mom, you know, uh, we throw it in the podcast, you know, we also try to do a paranormal in the news, you know, something recent, something fun, something hilarious, or, you know, there, there's some good ones and some bad ones, but what can you fucking do? So on a scale of one to 10, how skeptical are you and how skeptical is your wife? On a scale, uh, she is, uh, if one was being skeptic, she's about a two. She's skeptical about everything. You know what I'm saying? She needs hard definitive proof. You know what I'm saying? She will admit there are things that can't be explained, but that's about as far as she's willing to dive. You know what I'm saying? I, and I'm a solid 10. I'm, I'm head first. Uh, let me hear it. Let me see it. And uh, we'll see how far it goes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Right on. So that's a good segue into what this uh, the special is for Dead Hand Radio. Mm -hmm. um, last month, October, being Halloween, I did a interview with a psychic medium, and it was cool. We spent two hours, and then we got on the phone and talked another two hours. I had four hours recorded with her, yeah. and I turned that into uh, an episode for Dead Hand Radio. And I thought, man, I could do, I could do a, a Halloween series. So, so I started pulling in all my, all my past, um, all my past guests. And I got 12 interviews lined up and I punched them all out and got them pushed out at the last week of, of October. Nice. So there's a series of 12 uh, episodes that dropped last week and in doing that, it was a lot of work, but it was a ton of fun also. But in doing that, it really opened my eyes to what I could do with this platform. And I thought science fiction is my favorite genre of all time, uh, you know, in anything, books, movies, whatever you name it. So why not do the next series for my podcast on science fiction? So the whole month of November is all about science fiction. So anybody who comes on the podcast this month has to talk with me about science fiction. <laughs> I hope you're into that, man. Oh, yeah. Yes, I am. Right on. Uh, so with that said, uh, talk to me about your interests in sci science fiction. Are you a book reader or are you just uh, more of a movie guy? Uh, I am a book reader, but um, I'm going to be honest. I haven't read books in your, the last couple of books I've been reading. I read a book on stretching. 
Um, I'm also read a couple of books called uh, called the which is still about stretching, subtle leopard. But I haven't read any books lately. Uh, I've been more audio books lately, but um, I do have a sci-fi one, and it, maybe you might be able to help me. I've looked it up a few times, but never been able to find it. And um, I, my grandmother put me on audiobooks a long, long time ago, and she had put me up on this audiobook. And I was thinking about what I was going to talk about when you when uh, you know we were setting this all up. And I was going to, this audio book is a sci-fi thriller. All right. And it was the most craziest shit I ever listened to. It was like four tapes. All right. We all know how long fucking tapes are, man. So this thing was ridiculous. We, we, I don't even remember where she got it or where we bought it, but in this, in this sci-fi, in this sci-fi book, um, it, it's talked about cloning the CIA. It was also talking about, um, you know, hitmen, fucking, uh, by being able to manipulate the body to regenerate and, and reheal itself. And in this book, all right, it, it's the craziest fucking shit because it, the way it turns back is uh, I'm going to go on and I'm just going to kind of just give a little bit of a, um, you know, synopsis of it. But in the book, it, it talks about this man sitting in a movie theater and he's eating candy bars. And he's, as he's watching this movie, eating candy bars, he's like, he has this pool. He has this pool in the back of his head where it's pulling him to this small town. When he pulls him into this small town, he's like, why do I need to be here? What the fuck is going on? You know, he, he, all he knows is he has this pool. And so as it cuts off from the movie theater, it pulls into this guy where this guy's, um, he's a sci-fi uh, book writer. He's a, he's a novelist. All right. He writes these books. He talks about all these things. And, you know, he's just living his life. He's got a daughter. He's got wife, all this stuff, living, living the best fucking life in the world. But yet this one guy's having a pull towards him and they're just bringing that attraction where like the one guy knows that no, knows nothing. The other guy knows he needs to go there. And so as this is happening, all of a sudden the guy says, fuck it. He breaks deviate. He, he changes what he does. You know what I'm saying? And then he goes to this place. And when he goes to this place, he goes to this house. And when he goes to this house, he looks through the window. And as he looks through the window, it's him. It's him. He sees himself sitting on the on a couch talking with people and it's him and he's like what the fuck so he leaves but as he leaves he's like trying to contemplate on what the fuck is going on or what the hell is happening and um he gets a phone call and when he gets a phone call a phrase is said and when the phrase is said it triggers him mm -hmm. so he instantly goes to a time and a place and assassinates somebody but he gets shot and as he gets shot during this assassination, he leaves. And as he leaves, he's got this gun, this bullet wound in his thing. So he goes to the liquor store, grabs a whole bunch of candy bars, a whole bunch of soy, starts eating it. All of a sudden, his metabolism starts rebuilding itself, starts rebuilding him. And he's, you know, and so like, but as that happened, he still has this pool. And because he has this pool, he doesn't know, like he's got all these conflictions going on. So this guy's literally a sleeper cell. But and by eating fucking fast food and junk food and candy bars, it speeds his metabolism up. And when he speeds up his metabolism, his body starts healing. And it's the fucking craziest fucking thing. Cause you're like, it, 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 in the audio, but it paints it so vividly. You're like, what the fuck is going on? And then what ends up happening, it shows this whole backstory where how the, when uh, the author's daughter was born, she was going to die because she needed bone marrow. So the doctor, the not the novel, or the, you know the, the the writer, donates bone marrow to save his daughter. But the bone marrow is not used for the daughter; it's used to clone the guy. And so, fucking, when this shit's going on, 
You know what I'm saying? Like he's they're like everything, everything all of a sudden gets pieced together through the whole th- I'm, I'm doing a, I'm chopping this fucking story up so fucking much. But what it is is it, it was so mind-blowing that to think that the CIA would clone people through bone marrow, use them as sleeper cells, give them no identity, give them a like a literally an ATM card that they could just spend money how they needed. We'll go place to place, fucking give them a trigger word, and then we instantly know who to go kill and where to kill them. And yeah, that sounds like an interesting book, and I have not read that, but there's a couple of elements in that that I'm very aware of. And the, the cool thing about it is it ties in with the, the overall theme of this podcast, which is the Cold War, because during the Cold War, you have cloning that was invented. MK Ultra, which is the mind control program, the CIA. Yeah. Came right here with. in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. I, I've never read anything like that, but it sounds like some... Do you remember what year you, you listened to it? Oh, man. This had to be like 96, 98. You okay. know what I'm saying? It might it might be a little earlier than that. It might be about 90. I want to say 95 at the, at the earliest. But I remember listening to it like so intently because I was like, I need to hear the next tape. What is... Because like... There, it, it, the way the guy got shot, the way the guy was, re- his metabolism was, was healing him. And I was just like, so blown away. Cause I'm like, this is so reasonably able to happen because like said, back then I knew about MK ultra. I knew about cloning, you know what I'm saying? And people like growing up in the hood, I wasn't, uh, I was not that I wasn't uneducated. I was so deep into like all this stuff. Cause I would stay up late at night and then all of a sudden a show would come on talking about cloning, talking about mind control, talking about the ability to re-hurt, you know, fix your body with these, you know, it's just like the, the, the genetic coding that you can do to manipulate the body to do things. I, I remember watching all that stuff and I was listening to this tape. I'm like, this is too, like as, as, as fictional as sci-fi as it is, I was like, this is reasonable, this could happen. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. The the coolest thing about that is if you eat junk food, you can regenerate, right? Yeah. Who wouldn't love to regenerate just from eating junk food? Go get a couple exactly. candy bars, boom, you know cured cancer. That's eat it. a couple candy bars, no more heart attacks. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it, it was just so it was like it was like I said, it was one of the most craziest things I ever heard. And like I said, um I tried uh because my grandma uh my grandma that I was with living with at that time she passed away but i had asked her about it she's all oh i can't even remember you know what i'm saying because i told her i don't remember that i'm like no i clearly because we used to do long trips all the time so we drive like almost state to state all the time and so she's like oh let's pick a book and so it'd be me and her in her truck listening to these audio books and i always remember them being so fucking cool and listening to that one because i was like one of those ones she kind of it's like one of those ones you like back in the day when you went to like a uh, you know, um, a f- not fries, uh, FYE or, or Sam goodies. You could, you just pick it by the cover. You know what I'm saying? And I remember that was one of those ones where I just grabbed it by the cover. This is about to be fucking crazy. And it was. Yeah. No, audiobooks is all I do nowadays. I used to read like crazy when I was a kid, but lately it's just hard for me to keep focus and stay, con- you know, concentrate long enough to sit down and, and read a book. I got to be up doing something. Yeah. And uh, if I'm out walking, I can listen to audio. So I listen to podcasts and audiobooks. Yeah, then that's that's exactly me too. Cause like I said, I, I can no longer sit down and like 
pay that much attention to it because I have so many things I need to do. Mm-hmm. But with the audio books and the podcast, I can literally put on my earbuds. Like this morning, I, I literally um, just finished building a complete like floating number sign to hang up on my on my wall at the, because I replaced the whole one, old one I had and built this whole custom one. But I like I said, listening to the podcast, like yeah, like and then getting shit done. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just so much more functional that way. It sucks that I can't actually sit down and read because reading. It gives a different level of the, of the, like, cause you can have your own reactions to it. But the thing is, is when you're doing the audio, if it's not portrayed, right, it definitely changes the book or definitely changes the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, if you got the wrong narrator reading the book, it throws the whole story out of whack. I yep. totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, but when you're reading it in your own head, it's just, it, I don't know. There's something about it that makes it a little bit more rich. The whole experience yeah. is a little bit more rich, but like I said, man, we, I ain't got time to read yeah. um, because reading requires all of my focus. Yeah. And my, my mind is always thinking about 20 different things at, at the same time. That is it. Um, and the, the funny thing is you, you talked about doing the, uh, the cassette tape audiobooks, And that's exactly how I remember doing audiobooks when I first started re- listening to them. Oh, yeah. Cassette tapes, man. Oh, man. I tell you right now, it, it, it's just so funny because it's like a. You know, you don't know that that hurt until you got to flip it to side B. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, ah, yes. <laughs> right. and then you, with that cliffhanger, you're like, you mother, oh, I got to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, a couple of things happened in the last series, the the Halloween series that um, that were pretty cool. I connected a couple of different, uh, connected a couple of dots yeah. that were that were really important to me personally. So I'm I'm hoping that. You're, you're on a journey to find out the, the title of this book. So through this series, as I'm talking to different authors and different podcasters who are interested in sci-fi, I will put that out to them and we'll nice. find out what the name of that book is, man. Because I want to oh, yeah. listen to it too. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. It was like I said, it's just like it, it, it was so long ago because it's like I can remember the book. But the like the name just eluded me for, and I I couldn't even tell you like the the uh, the person reading because the person reading it, his voice like he was able to switch to that like uh because like I said the the, the sleeper cell, he made it a sleeper cell voice, but then when he switched to the author you can hear the creativity in his voice, and so when he as he was narrating it you could you, you he didn't have to really identify who he was talking about or talking as. He just was able to make that switch. And I was like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Cool. Yeah, that does sound like a good story, man. And, you know, any good story that has a hook like that, you like uh, there's a couple of books that I've read and I gave them away. And I'm now like, oh, man, I really want to read that book again, but I, <laughs> I don't have it anymore. I have to go buy a new one if I yeah. want to read it. Uh, so any other any other books that uh you've encountered that are science fiction that that really left a mark on you um you know besides that one's the one i can always remember but when you go down to sci-fi movies as, as we were talking about movies is like uh i just recently watched uh split second and um i don't know if you remember split second split second was i want to say early 90s um i wish i, I don't know why because this is one of the action heroes that i love the most um uh, why can't i remember his name He's a Swedish dude. Uh, you ever seen that movie Blind Fury? Oh, yeah, Rucker Hauer. Yeah, Rucker, that's it. 
uh, he plays in this movie called Split Second. Split Second is about an alien, all right? That that and it, it, it's crazy too, because like back in the day when I was growing up, I was really big into Marvel. Really, I've always been big into all that. And um, Split Second almost took like a riff from Venom, created a creature that looked like Venom, almost like a xenomorph, but it was more Venom. About about this, uh, it, it was about um, a, a, a serial killer alien that would show up every like 17 years. And when he would show up on his 17 years, he would ris- ritualistically kill people through the horoscopes. And um, Rucker would play this detective that was there for the first time. And because he was bit, he was emotionally linked to this alien. He could feel him. He can sense him because he had the DNA in him because the alien bit him. So if he, if the alien consumed a piece of you, he took a piece of your DNA with him and, and morphed. And so because he had that ability, he gave him the ability to sense him. And so in this sci-fi movie, it's, uh, it's taking like post-apocalyptic, like um, I want to say it had to be England. And um, I, at least what I would say is England, like a, a, almost like a futuristic. And uh, it's just so fucking crazy. Cause like um, in that movie, the, the way the alien was, the way the sci-fi was in it, 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 it tried to be an alien movie, but it tried to be a serial killer movie, but yet it was trying to like tie in all the horoscopes of the, of the, uh, you know, all the, not horoscopes, but the constellations, you know what I'm saying? And so it was just so crazy. And then the alien was so sadistic. He would, he would literally send him chunks of the hearts that he eaten to Rucker to prove a point to him. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, and he played the character, like literally all the character did was drink bad coffee, eat chocolate. Like I want to say he was eating like a, seized candy the whole time every time every scene he had seized candy cold coffee and a cigarette in his hand <laughs> and you just sitting there like was that the alien or that was rucker howard that character? was rucker oh, howard okay. yeah it was just so crazy it was you know what i'm saying and it was just um you know and watching these sci-fi movies growing up seeing all um one thing that i love about my mom is she would let us i like i had no restrictions on movies as long as it wasn't no sex movie wasn't no porno my mom could give a fuck less what i was watching she was like look you want to watch a horror movie watch a horror movie you want to watch a, you know you want to watch a sci-fi movie watch a sci-fi movie I, i've seen every movie like i used to have this huge collection just because i would have all these movies and love to watch all these action movies and sci-fi movies and sci-fi action is some of my favorite content you know what i'm saying but I always remember Split Second. It happened to pop up on Prime, so it's on Prime for free at the moment. And uh, almost all Rucker's movies are on Prime right now. Rucker is one of those underrated actors that most people never fucking talk about. You know what I'm saying? He's played some iconic roles. Right. But in that Split Second, though, that's where he had me hooked. I was like, all right, I like this guy. Right on. Well, we have a, another fellow podcaster in the SIP Network who loves Rucker Hauer, Evan. From from the waste. Oh, we got something heavily in common then, because like I said, I've seen almost every one of his movies. Oh uh, yeah, he that's his favorite actor. In fact, right before Rucker Howard died, a couple months before Rucker Howard died, Evan did a podcast. It was Q and A, and he said that uh, any any actor that he would want to interview, Rucker Howard would be that guy. I yeah. was like, wow, man, because he you know he's not like a big A list actor in my opinion. At least in the nineties, no, 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 no. he it, was. It, but it's, it's true. It's, it, but he's at that level to where, like, he almost looks like he'd be cool to hang out with, talk with, and he'd be able to bullshit with you without worrying about tarnishing his reputation. You know what I'm saying? That's cool, though. That's a that's a good tie-in with another podcast. Oh yeah, fellow <laughs> podcaster. You know? 
so what you grew up in the 80s and uh and the 90s more or less right lived in the 90s so you're you're a child of the cold war uh, as well oh yeah uh do you do you remember um do you remember when reagan was uh first elected were you aware of that okay no no i was too young uh, what, but, um, what about the Berlin Wall coming down? Do you remember? I remember that. that. Yeah, yeah, I definitely remember that. I remember. Uh, I remember it being on TV, but that's the extent of it. I remember watching every video on MTV showing it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and for those who don't know who MT, what MTV was, MTV was the only place kids got news. <laughs> that, that's true. Yeah, and videos, music videos <laughs> before YouTube. MTV yep. is where you go to watch music videos. Exactly. <laughs> and. I, uh, uh, Kurt Loader was the one who told me. <laughs> all right. I don't remember all those guys' names, but I do. I did watch MTV when, when I was a kid. It first came out when I think I was in high school, um, late '80s, uh, or no, mid '80s. I think it's when yeah. when they first came out. Um, but yeah, it's not around anymore, no. is it? No, it's around. It's just only reality shows now. That's all it is. Oh, okay. it's, it's, it's no, you, you, if you want to watch music videos, you literally have to just go to YouTube. Like, cause yeah. it's just it, it, it's a sad day in music world when music videos are no longer music videos. You know, that's right. Yeah. You know, uh, with all the Cold War stuff, uh, I love listening to it. And I love what's called, but uh, a lot of the Cold War stuff that you cover, I love when you start doing the. Like I said, when you when you guys start touching on the aliens, you guys start touching on the conspiracies of what like you know the the nazis were doing some crazy fucking shit you know what i'm saying that in germany these people were diving deep into like some some serious like religious artifacts religious like these people they they they're scouring the world to pick up these relics yeah and it's just so crazy the thing is is like there's there's never any mention of what they found all we know is that they did find things but it's like the applications that they actually put used to it. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Maybe what I'll do is one of these days I'll come on. Uh, I married a Bigfoot. Yeah. And and do a deep dive into Nazi UFO lore because yeah. I don't know how much truth there is to this stuff, but it is way out there, man. Yeah. So that is that far is, out stuff. That is definitely going to be happening soon. Right man, uh, cool. You know what I'm saying? Because that that like I said that that it, it's so deep yeah. and there's so much writing on it and yet there's no proof of it you know what i'm saying there's like we have this or we've seen this you know what i'm saying i'm like you know it's just so fucking crazy i love that shit I it is it. wild and yeah i i did some research on that stuff but as i was digging into that stuff i started feeling a little bit uncomfortable about it because it's so wild oh yeah yeah some of it's out of control yeah the thing is, you know it, when you start really diving, diving deep, which I've had, you can kind of smell like, all right, that's, you know, let me stay out of that direction and try to stay in this direction. I'm trying to stay within the mind of reasonable. Uh, trust me, I love that deep end. <laughs> I'll swim in it forever. <laughs> but, you know, I got to be a little more realistic on this end. <laughs> but we could throw off, you know, no holds barred and go deep and get dirty and yeah. talk about all the stuff that is out there about this stuff. And then maybe bring it back to reality because yeah. I don't know how much of that stuff is, <laughs> is based on reality, but it's, yeah. it sure is fascinating though. That's for sure. Oh yeah. No, it definitely is fascinating. And like I said, we're definitely gonna have to get you on. I married a Bigfoot so we can break that down. Yeah. It'll be fun, man. Thank you. Oh yeah. Uh, so 
for uh for okay i'm going to take it up to back to the the podcasting a little bit and then we'll close this out but um future of podcasting in in your mind where do you see podcasting going in in next three to five years podcasting in next three to five years there's gonna be no more radio there radio stations are shutting down um and the only way people are going to be getting news and radio information and everyday life stuff is going to be through live streams, live updates, where there's no blockage of what you say. Because as of right now, we don't have um, regulations. We don't have anyone telling us what we can or what not can't say. It's a free for all. Anybody can post whatever they fucking want. It's up to the listeners to want to listen to it. If you don't like it, guess what? You don't have to tune into it. That's one of the things I see about podcasting. And I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. Like there's a lot of radio shows that do their episodes, record them, and then post them as podcasts too. But soon enough, no one's going to want to listen to the radio. Everyone's going to want to listen to podcasts raw and uncut. I don't want to hear any censorization. I don't want someone to tell me what I can and can't listen to. And so the radio is on its way out and it's only going to be podcasting. It's only going to be through platforms. The only thing is which platform is going to reign supreme when it gets down to that point. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, being in a podcasting game, and you see how people make money on it now, it's going to be where people are going to go where the money's at. And with the advertisement and for those, you know, people are going to, of course, they're going to post stuff that's edited and all that stuff. Cause, but the thing is, is for the hardcore people, there is that's not going to happen. They're like, no, I need to hear this. And just like how public radio access is, eventually that's going to be a platform too. It's going to be a public radio access podcasting where people are like, look, I like this. I'm going to donate money to this. And it's going to be split amongst people. At least that's how, I eventually see it happening because right now people are trying to get sponsors. People are trying to, you know, obtain things and being able to work by podcasting only. But the thing is, is you have to buy, bow down to whatever the, you know, whatever the sponsorship wants. Yes. That, that's not, that's not how the majority of us are going to roll. Majority of us love doing podcasting. We'll pop, we do it whether we get paid or not, but eventually there's going to be a pull to where it's like, no, it's a free for all. We'll help you out. You guys play our commercials and then you guys, we, we don't have to agree to what you say or agree to what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? We're just, we're just trying to get advertisement spaces. And that, that's exactly where I see it pretty soon. It's just going it, to, it's only going to be online streaming. It's only going to be live listens and people able to tune in eventually. And, and in five years, I definitely see podcasting becoming one of the only ways that people are going to be talking about politics, talking about, information talking about new technology you know what i'm saying you can't go on tv because you can't say what you want you can't go on the radio because you can't say what you want well people don't like that people don't like to be filtered and so eventually it's going to be that point where like i said is only podcasting is going to be one of the only forms of communication for these things you know what i'm saying that's a good uh good insight man i appreciate you sharing that because it, it's sometimes when you ask somebody to look into the future and of whatever it is they're interested in and tell me how you think it's going to be in, in the next five years. People will shy away from giving an answer. But because you have been in this game long enough, you've seen the direction of where it has gone since you started and the direction of where it is going in the next five years. That's a pretty legitimate analysis, I think. Uh, one other question, and um, this is about uh, because you have already had the opportunity to get sponsors for your podcast. But for, for somebody who's just getting in the game and wants to start out as a podcaster 
and is looking to do this as a career, any advice on what, you know, what steps to take and how to find you know, what, what path to go to turn this into a career? Um, like I said, this, I get paid and when, I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest with people. I get paid minimal. It, it doesn't even pay. It doesn't pay enough to pay bills. It pays enough for me to kind of, Oh, I got, a, I got, it's like, it's like finding a $20, a $20 bill in your pocket when you, when you did the laundry. All right. That that's the extent, you know what I'm saying? I do get free stuff. I do all this other stuff. But the thing is with podcasting, there's a lot of crooks. There's a lot of criminals. There's a lot of people that are looking to get over. Nothing is free. Nothing is cheap. You know what I'm saying? It takes nothing but hard fucking work for me to get the sponsorships that I have. I literally reached out, emailed people, talked to people, you know, communicate with people. And I, the thing is too, is like, just don't look to get money. Don't look to get paid. Hold your integrity. Hold your integrity. Be who you're going to be. Sponsor, get spo- asked to be sponsored by things that you love, things that you use. Don't just say, I what's called? Like, uh, I'm, I'm part of Blackstone Labs. Blackstone Labs pays me, but guess what? I use their shit. You know what I'm saying? I, and I train, I work out, their protein. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, I wouldn't just use shit and, or just say, it like, oh, I'm sponsored and never, you know, they're like, no. If, if it's not to my standards, I'm not going to fucking use it. I'm not going to be sponsored by it. And I can give two, I've had companies reach out to me like, hey, if you pay me this amount of money, I'll give you a promo code. I'll fucking, you know, get you started and guess the fuck away. That, it doesn't work out like that. You, I will not pay to be sponsored. You see what I'm saying? Like, no, it, you have to market yourself. You have to market who you are. You need to market what you do, what's your niche, who you fuck with, who you don't fuck with. Like, hey, I, if, for those who don't know, if you go to my Instagram page, I'm a meme page. I'm a motivational gym meme funny. If it goes up, I love it because it made me laugh. All right. That's what I do constantly. Only it's all it's one of it's like a third job. All right. That's all I do is I post, post and post, but I also market. I market me. I market my brand. I market what I do. I market my, like, right. I'm wearing, you can't see it on the podcast, but I'm wearing one of my own shirts. I'm married to Bigfoot. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that, that, that's, that's the things you do. You know what I'm saying? If if you don't let people know what you have or what you do, ain't no one going to do shit for you. No one's going to hand you anything. You know, you're going to get a hundred no's before you get a yes. And sometimes you might get a thousand no's before you get a yes. Or you might get a million no's before you get a yes to fuck what? It's still a yes at the end of the day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you got to get out there, hustle, market yourself, show how valuable you are. You know, like a lot of people like, oh yeah, I barely touch social media. I barely post. Like, uh-uh. When I'm on post, once I post my podcast, when I, and this is just my, this is just Angry Dad podcast. After I edit it, put it together, post it, post the audio, post the video. Then I post a pic, I post the, the links. I post every platform. So as Instagram, Snap, uh, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, you know what I'm saying? YouTube, everything. I post everything. And then I put links to everything. Like this takes time. But if I didn't do that, who the fuck would hear me? Yes. Nobody. Yep. Nobody. And that's, and, that's one of the, And who's going to do that for you if you don't do it, Ben? Exactly. Exactly. And they, that's part of SIP Network too. That's we need right. to help each other out. We post each other's shows. We post each other's memes. We post each other's you know, uh, you know, clips and audios and, you know, we retweet, a retweet helps. All right. When you see somebody you like, just don't skip it, pass it, hit a fucking heart, hit a like, because guess what? Even if you just threw 
a GIF under someone's post or just a heart under someone's post, that boosts their algorithm up for people to be seen. The more interaction, and I, I interact with everybody. I have so many followers and I always interact, whether it's I like their comment, I, re, you know, I, I, I respond to their comment, or like if I get DMs all the time, guess what? I respond to every one of them. It's because that interaction will eventually help me to get paid and help me to be seen more. They'll recommend me. That's how this works. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Now I'm going to ask you to do one of my favorite parts of every podcast you do. Give them your digits, man. <laughs> Tell people how to get in touch with you and find your podcast. All right. Well, check it the fuck out. This is the Angry Motherfucking Dad. You want to watch my shit? IGTV, YouTube. You want to listen to shit? My Listen to my shit. Spreaker, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, SoundCloud, Deezer, iHeartRadio. This shit is everywhere. You can easily fucking find it. Rate, review, like, subscribe. All that fucking bullshit. And guess the fuck what? You listen to Dead Hand Radio, one of the fucking coldest, warst fucking podcasts out there now. It's Dead Hand Radio. Check them the fuck out. And that's Ben Bullman right there taking us out. Appreciate you coming on, Ben. Thank you for having me, brother. All right, my man. All right. Well, hey, man, I think I'm going to let you go, Ben. I really appreciate you coming on and doing this with me. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Anytime, man. All right, brother. I'll talk to you later. Take care.